Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off. U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. As humans, we are wired for connection. Whether at work or in our personal relationships, we want to be around people who make us feel appreciated and understood. When we feel that way, we want to spend more time with these sorts of individuals, whether that means hiring them, buying from them, or helping them in any manner we can. Successful people have strong networks made up of people they trust, believe in, and can count on for support through good times and bad. One common denominator among individuals who have the ability to form meaningful connections is that they have strong emotional intelligence. The good news is that it's an ability we can all develop regardless of where we are at in the present time. These are five ways emotional intelligence helps us form strong connections. Number one, self-awareness and emotional vocabulary. Emotionally intelligent people are aware of their own emotions and very good at regulating them. They understand that becoming emotionally aware is a lifelong journey and have made a conscious decision to continue to work on increasing their awareness. One of the ways they do so is by increasing their emotional vocabulary or ability to talk about what they are going through. In author and researcher Brene Brown's book, Atlas of the Heart, she talks about the importance of language and connection. Language is our portal to meaning-making, connection, healing, learning, and self-awareness, Brown writes. When we don't have the language to talk about what we're experiencing, our ability to make sense of what's happening and share it with others is severely limited. Number two, active listening. People high in emotional intelligence are good active listeners, adept at drawing out others' thoughts and feelings. Most of the time, people participating in a conversation are thinking of a response instead of actually listening and trying to understand where the other person is coming from. Emotional intelligence helps us to delve further into the other person's feelings and perspectives by not jumping to conclusions, but gaining a deeper understanding of their motivations and drivers. People with high EI will make connections with others even if they don't agree with their viewpoint. This will lead to deeper dialogue and respect. 
Psychiatrist Robert Waldinger, who directs the longest study of adult life ever done, says that the happiest and most successful people they encountered in this study were those who were actively curious about others. Even when we think we know everything there is to know about someone, there's always room to ask ourselves, what is this person showing me right now that I've never noticed before, he says, and how could I let them know that I appreciate that? Number three, curiosity in others. Have you ever known someone who only talks about themselves? You probably found yourself wanting to spend as little time with them as possible. Emotionally intelligent people are just the opposite. They put the focus on us by showing an interest in our lives and make an effort to remember things about us to bring up in future conversations. They go the extra mile to make us feel that we are important to them. This is equally true in work contexts. Carolyn Stern, president and CEO of EI Experience, shares tips on how leaders can take an interest in their employees in her new book, The Emotionally Strong Leader. One of her simple tips is for managers to have regular check-ins with their employees. Provide them with a safe place to express their fears and stressors, she says. You would be surprised how such a simple action can have such a profound effect on someone's day. Number four, approachability, security, and positivity. Emotionally intelligent people are aware of the message that their demeanor and body language sends out to others. Their smile and body language indicates someone who is open, welcoming, and positive. In social situations, they don't take themselves too seriously, using self-deprecating humor to liven up and add to conversations. This makes them approachable and puts others at ease. Number five, vulnerability. Stern reminds leaders that you can be emotional and strong. These characteristics are not mutually exclusive. She encourages leaders to embrace their emotions and be human at work. Time is up for the irreproachable leader who is stoic, detached, and emotionally cold, and whose inability to be seen as anything but in control creates tense and inauthentic interactions, she says. Similarly, Brown, who has made it her mission to help others become more vulnerable, writes that vulnerability is not weakness. It's our greatest measure of courage. Most of us have experienced being shamed and hurt in some manner when something we have shared has been used against us. By being vulnerable, we show that we are open to others' vulnerabilities and give them permission to do so. When people are able to open up and be vulnerable, it greatly deepens the bond and connection between them. We get pushback from managers who don't understand why they need to share more of their emotions with their employees, says EQ coach and trainer David Quarry. What helps them is to understand that when we share more of who we are, we become known and create the environment for trust and psychological safety to grow. That's all today from Fast Company. Talk to you tomorrow. Spoken Layer This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.